the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. Today we have two, I think, very incredible texts that are read, the Gospel text um, of our worthiness before God, that we're to leave everything and follow Him, to take up our cross, and to be accounted worthy of being called among the saints, to live the lives of uh, the saintly people, to emulate their lives. This is a high calling for us. And I think sometimes we get a little discouraged at uh, making uh, an effort like that because the, the goal seems impossible, the goal seems too high. So perhaps we should just uh, not go after it. No, we can do this with the help of God. That's the, the, the efforts here you hear are these incredible uh, goals that God sets for us to take up your cross, to follow Him, to leave father, mother, and children and not, and to, and to see everything as below God in relationship to our commitment to Him. You have to leave everything seems lofty, too high, too hard. But we can, beloved, with the help of God. You know, God brings us many times to points in our lives where we have to face that. Where we come to spots where we can't do it. Where it's not possible. Only by His help will this be able to be accomplished. And so... What is the ingredient that we see common in this uh, to all of the saints and to those the, the Lord encouraged, most particularly his disciples? We see the constant is courage. We need to be courageous. Now we begin this journey of courage because we make a declaration of war. At baptism, we begin the service with exorcisms where we renounce the, the, the devil. Do you renounce Satan and all his angels and all his works and all his service and all his pride? I do. Do you renounce Satan and all his angels and all his works and all his service? And I do. Do you renounce Satan and all his angels and all his works and all his service and all his pride? then blow and spit on him. You declared war. You made a declaration of war against the evil one. You have to be courageous from that moment on because he sees you now as an enemy. So you have to stand up and fight the Christian fight. You don't have a choice from that moment on. You made the declaration. It's been, it's been sealed. But the beauty of it is you turn and face God and say, have you united yourself to Christ? I have. Have united yourself to Christ? Have, united, have you united yourself to Christ? I have. There's the secret. You have the one who's already won the victory. 
Did Jesus conquer evil? Say, say yes. Did Jesus conquer the evil one? Yes. Are you united to Christ? Yes. Can you defeat him? Yes. The war, beloved, is, is in a sense won. You have to participate in the victory. God has defeated him. The, our problem is when we see the difficulty, our problem is we get out there and try to do it without him. Then we find defeat. We find discouragement. But beloved, today God is encouraging us to be courageous, to stand up in patience and know that God is our helper. God is our victory. It's been won and we need to stand in that. And then there's a beautiful line in the epistle where the saint tells us that we cannot, we are not going to be uh, separated from those on before us. That they will not be made perfect without, guess who? You. Their perfection is found in you. Not, not in a sense in what they have done, although what they have done brings them to a beautiful spot in, uh, in our memory. But it's the uniting of us with them that, that, is, that includes us together in the kingdom of God. So it's this, this sense that we will participate in the very struggles that they participate in, the very ones. So, to be courageous, beloved, we need to conquer kingdoms. We need to enforce justice. We need to receive the promises. We need to stop the mouths of lions. We need to quench raging fire. We need to escape the edge of the sword. We need to find strength in weakness. We need to be mighty in war. Make foreign armies flee. Endure mocking and scourging and stonings and marginalization. Courage, beloved, we need courage. So how do we do this? You know, the war isn't a physical war. This war for us is a spiritual war. So how do we conquer kingdoms? Kingdom that needs to be conquered beyond any kingdom that you know. Put your finger up in the air like this and do that. That's the kingdom that needs to be conquered. You need to have peace in your heart, peace toward God. You know, St. Isaac the Syrian says, to know oneself is a greater miracle than raising the dead. To find peace in your heart is a greater miracle than raising the dead. To keep that peace... Beloved, I will tell you something that's so important. You need to struggle to find peace. Seek peace and pursue it. When you find it, keep it. And when you lose it, go get it again. That's got to be your first priority in terms of your own heart. You have to conquer that kingdom 
We need to enforce justice. You know, life is fair. No, life is not fair. It just never turns out that way. Not for any of us. But the point for us as Christian people is how do I respond to the unfairness? How do I virtuously respond to the unfairness that is thrown at me in my life? Many, many times, and I'll tell you, and I bet you believe this too, the things that are unfair in your life, the virtue that's being demanded of you is the most difficult one you have to go after. It's the very one God wants you to have. When unfairness comes into your life and you have to find a virtue to to engage it righteously, that's the virtue God wants you to have. So the unfairness becomes a blessing. Because it's, it's putting you in a position where you have to find the very virtue that may be the most difficult virtue to, for, to achieve, but it's sitting there in front of you to engage this unfairness. You know, sometimes it may be that, you know, maybe you're, you feel, uh, maybe you have to be uh, generous. Maybe generosity is a virtue that God wants you to to, uh, to achieve. And so he's gonna, he may bring something into your life that's unfair that will force generosity upon you. And that will be your solution. That will be your peace. That you will find peace in that generosity. So always look, beloved, not at the unfairness, but look at the virtue that God is asking you to apply to it. How to respond to the unfairness righteously. And then we are to receive promises. You know the promise I want you to receive this morning? This one. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He lies me besides the waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. And lo, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and the staff, they comfort me. You prepared a table for me in the presence of mine enemies. You have anointed my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall pursue me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Can you take that one? Receive that one. Receive the promises. That's what the saints do. We are to stop the mouths of lions and quench raging fire. You know, the mouths of the lions can be those people that want to devour us or maybe even anger in our own heart, that raging fire that needs to be quenched. You know what will quench it? There's only one thing that will quench it. There's no other solution but this one, love. That's it. Not a conversation. Session with somebody. Love. L-O-V-E. Love quenches the mouths of lions. It quenches 
anger. You know, the, the saints, some, some were so full of love that the lions just feigned over them, just came and licked their feet, <laughs> wouldn't eat them. And others, St. Ignatius, the story around St. Ignatius is that his heart was so full of love that his whole body was devoured except one thing. What? Start. The lion couldn't eat the heart of St. Ignatius because it was so full of love. Beloved, we need to love and love and love. And I, I was asking one time, I asked uh, my spiritual father one time about a situation, and I, I said, he said, well, the problem, Father, is you need to love him. And I said, I do. And he said, love him more. So don't, it, you can, you can, you need to move in this direction with any anger that someone has toward you or any anger you have toward another. The only solution to that is love. That's it. You must love. And we are to escape the edge of the sword. You know, God wants to this, the, the evil one wants to separate us one from another and even from God. And we need to be able to escape this, to stand up as a community, to stand up as a family, to stand up within the context of any relationship and say that this, this evil sword will not separate us. Will not separate us. And that is, that will be a commitment that we all make and we have to move in regard to whatever it takes to do that. That's what we do. Whatever it takes. <clears throat> and then we are to win strength out of weakness. You know, I've been, uh, as you know, I took a month off last summer uh, and I did some traveling and went to uh, spend some time with Mother Victoria. And she gave me something that I, I kind of knew intellectually but didn't know practically. She said, Father Nicholas, you need to offer God your weaknesses. You know, you're always offering him your strengths, but you need to offer him your weaknesses. And you know what happens when you do that? You get his strength. You get his strength. That maybe it's a struggle. Maybe it's something that I, I'm not able to deal with. Maybe even it's a, uh, uh, some, a, a problem I have. I have to offer that to God to get back from him the strength to deal with it appropriately. And then we are called to put foreign armies to flight. I want to encourage you, beloved, to pray. To use the name of Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of God, have mercy on me, a sinner. Pray that prayer. I want to tell you, Father Richard Ballou, of blessed memory, taught me that prayer, and it has been, I would say, many in many moments of my life, my salvation. Because the name of Christ defeats every enemy. It puts foreign armies to flight. So if you're struggling with something in the middle of the night, pray the Jesus prayer. If during the day some memory comes at you, pray the Jesus prayer. 
If something comes at you that's bringing you anxiety, pray the Jesus prayer. Beloved, that name stands above all names and defeats every evil enemy. And may God give us now the grace to be courageous, that we would stand with all the saints that have gone before us. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Save us, have mercy on us, and keep us, O God, by thy grace. Always by thy might we may ascribe glory unto thee, to the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and ever, and unto ages of ages. No one is bound with the desires and the pleasures of the flesh as Lord to approach the dawn night to serve thee, O King of glory, for to serve thee is a great and a fearful thing, even to the heavenly powers. Nevertheless, through thine unspeakable and boundless love toward mankind, thou hast become man, and without change or alteration, as master of all, to take the name of our high priest, and deliver on us the ministry of this liturgic and bloodless sacrifice. For thou alone, O Lord our God, rulest all things in heaven and earth, for born of the throne of the cherubim, the Lord of the seraphim, the King of Israel, alone art holy and restest in the holy place. Wherefore I implore thee, alone art good and ready to listen. Look down upon me, a sinner, and thine unprofitable servant, and cleanse my soul and my heart from an evil conscience, and by the power of the Holy Spirit enable me, and do to the grace of the priesthood, to stand before this thy holy table and perform the sacred mystery of thy holy and immaculate body and precious blood. For I draw near unto thee and bow my neck, I pray thee, turn not.